Welcome back to the Talking Shop Podcast, brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. That's right. Joining us this week is Sarah Hart Weir, CEO uh, of At The Table. Sarah, yep. how are you this week? I'm doing well. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So welcome. Thanks for being here. Of course. Uh, well, that was uh, some win on Sunday night, huh? Uh, it was, I was at the game, and again, I was telling them uh, before <laughs> the show, I can't remember the last time uh, Arrowhead was that electric, um, you know, the the second quarter on, oh, um, but uh, even though it was uh, awesome to kind of lay Big Ben's career to rest, that's right. We're on to bigger and better things mm-hmm. uh, this Sunday night as the Bills come to town um, for an AFC Championship rematch. Um, that's sure to be a, probably a slugfest. So oh, yeah. we'll get into our takes soon. But first, we're bringing you our positions of the week, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, mm-hmm. your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. Mm-hmm. We're a recruiting firm in Brookside, and we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, mm-hmm. admin, marketing, HR operations, and sales talent that Kansas City has to offer. Yep. What do we got this week, Lucas? So I've been out of the office, unfortunately, a few weeks. So I'm, I'm back in it. I'm, I'm getting my uh, my feet wet again. The newest <laughs> one actually is a pretty unique one. It's a, a controller or CFO for a, it, I think it actually is a nonprofit, but it's an American Sign Language um, requirement, essentially, for the CFO or controller position uh, with a company that, that's constantly flourishing, but they've gone through some change. And so they need to bring in a new CFO or controller that, that has sign language. So it's okay. a fun one to work on, very specific. Specific, targeted, you know what you're you're, you're seeking. So, um, any sign language accountants out there, please give us a shout. Uh, sales, marketing, operations, they're still cooking. I've yet yeah. to talk to Lisa Akery, but I got um, a couple. Do you have yeah. a couple? Um, so, on our HR side of things, we have an HR manager role and then more of like an entry level mm-hmm. HR position. Nice. Um, you know, Lisa does a great job uh, with all human resources roles mm-hmm. at Chief of Staff. And, uh, we got plenty open right now. So whether you're uh, new to your HR career or mm-hmm. you've got you know several years of experience, we've got uh, plenty of openings right now. Would love to to talk. So yep. Reach out. Yeah. Very um, cool. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. We're excited to talk some you know shop and then talk chop towards the end. Uh, would love to show you know our viewers here you know a little bit more about your background. So do you mind elaborating a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I serve as CEO and founder of At The Table. Sure. Um, I started this firm about a year and a half ago, um, shortly after I ran for Congress. I've really worked in the disability community for the last um, two decades. It's hard to believe. Um, Started off um, in undergrad uh, Mm -hmm. serving as a peer mentor or disability support provider to a young woman with Down syndrome and autism here in Kansas City. Um, She was really my inspiration for getting involved. Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to get to know Kate. Her name's Casey. Sure. Uh, Get to know Casey and her family and really understand firsthand through my experience and my friendship with her, just Mm -hmm. the inequities and the discrimination that people Mm -hmm. with disabilities face in our society. And so that really, I guess, charted my career path to becoming not just an advocate, but an activist for people with with disabilities. Uh, After grad school, um, spent some time in Washington, D.C., ultimately became the CEO of the National Down Syndrome Society, uh, which our mission at the time was to be the leading human rights organization for people with Down syndrome and their families. Got to do some really cool stuff um, while I was there, led on probably the most bipartisan piece of legislation ever passed in the halls of Congress and signed by um, President Obama in 2014 that 
essentially let people with disabilities um, save their own money up wow. until the time this legislation yep. passed. Mm -hmm. It's called the ABLE Act. Yep. People with disabilities couldn't save more than $2,000 without putting their benefits in jeopardy, so wow. their health care mm. and other supports and services. And so we ended up passing that bill with 85% of the entire Congress. Awesome. This was Great. only you yeah. know, seven plus years ago, hard sure. to believe. Crazy but we it. got... Bernie Sanders yep. and Jim Jordan actually agree on something. <laughs> um, and um, it was certainly a piece of legislation that um, I still work on today. People with disabilities can save their own money. And then ultimately went to run for Congress in mm -hmm. Kansas's third district in the 2020 cycle. Wow. Um, got awesome. second in a crowded uh, five-way primary. Mm -hmm. And um, since then, been really just pitching in to help other nonprofits um, do good, sure. um, working with the state of Missouri on some COVID response, mm -hmm. and really just waking up every day um, and helping people make a difference in their lives. Love it. I love that. Yeah, no, I appreciate the high-level overview. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like a career of impact. So yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, uh, RKC uh, likes to call us the conduits of culture, and so we ask kind of a recurring recruiting question. Mm -hmm. so that's right. It's a mouthful right there. <laughs> um, but uh, so, you know, from your experience, you know, running, um, you know, your team with the, the National Down Syndrome Society and then also, you know, even your own congressional team as well, mm -hmm. uh, and then currently with your own company, um, you know, what when you either hire someone or you're managing a team, what do you really look for when it comes to culture and, and why is that important to you? Yeah, I think culture is crucially important from the moment mm -hmm. you step into that door to, to recruit somebody mm -hmm. to the moment that person joins the team and then hopefully, you know, retains and yeah. stays on that team. Right. I think that's what what we all want, although you guys probably want people to, hop, you know, hop from job to job, which is which is great too. Um, culture starts at the top, and you know, I think you know, as as a leader of running organizations, running a congressional campaign, um, and helping nonprofits, you know, have that mission driven that that impact. Um, culture is tremendously important, and so you know, I have always led with the philosophy. If you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you mm. want to go far, go together. <laughs> and as a leader, you know, having that passion and that purpose, and as cheesy as it sounds, leading by example is tremendously important. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Now you you hit the nail on the head. It, culture is is crucial. Uh, we've noticed that entirely over the pandemic, and and what clients are retaining a lot of their mm -hmm. employees, and what clients are not, and vice versa. So. Uh, you're exactly right. Now to kind of transition though to our quick hitter segment, I have three questions to kind of okay. run by you real fast. Uh, be a first down, a sack, and a hail mary. This could be personally or professionally, but we'll start with the first down. So a recent bit of success you have had that will lead to sequential success. So I love the football analogies. <laughs> uh, I think one of our our recent successes. I've been working with um, a local organization called Reaching Out from Within, okay. and during our work for Reaching Out Within, it's a forty year old organization mm -hmm. that essentially um, is uh, in a prison rehabilitation program. Sure. Um, and incarceration led by by prisoners inside wow. the walls awesome. um, to get their self-help and and go through kind of an evidence-based curriculum to transition mm -hmm. back out into the community it's all about giving people yeah. another chance yeah. um, so I've had the opportunity to work with this organization for the last six or so months we've really turned around um, the the board we've mm -hmm. turned around the way we're approaching our fundraising which is all going to really impact the growth 
Sure. and expanding what we've done in the state of Kansas to other regions. Awesome. Yeah, that's a huge first down. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, we'll um, take it. That's right. What about a sack? And sometimes this has a negative connotation tied to it, right? But it could be something where you had a small setback that you quickly overcome. Yeah, so I, I ran for Congress, you know, and, and got second and lost. And, of course, um, worked worked my butt off to, um, yeah. to be the next congresswoman from this district and, you know, came up a little short. Sure. Um, certainly a setback. But that experience taught me so much um, about life. You know, when you put your name on the ballot, you really put yourself Mm -hmm. out there. Um, I had super PAC um, attack ads against me on TV. Uh, You know, the mean Facebook messages, you name it. It, You know, it happens in a congressional race. And of course, um, you know, certainly disappointing to come up, you know, a couple thousand votes um, short in something that you put your life on for right. for two plus years sure. um but it's allowed me to kind of refocus and mm-hmm. uh, and take my energy and my passion and my expertise to really impact other organizations and i'm a firm believer in on both sides of the aisle we need new leadership mm-hmm. and you know true leaders let others lead and it's mm-hmm. time to have oh, a new yeah. generation step up so with that you know i've had the opportunity now to chair kansas for term limits because i'm kind of just sick of career politicians yeah. on both sides <laughs> um and really gonna awesome side, encourage yeah. other young people to step up sure um, awesome. men and women to mm-hmm. lead our mm-hmm. country forward yeah that's no, awesome that's super exciting absolutely and then lastly hail mary what's a big goal um you have that you're working on for you know next 12 months or so so this is this is certainly how Mary, and not to get like too wonky, but sure. um, it is, you know, it, it is about employment, mm-hmm. and it's about the next generation of how we truly get people mm-hmm. with disabilities integrated into sure. our workforce. We still have a standard, a 1938 law um, from the Fair Labor Standards Act that mm-hmm. allows for the practice of paying people with disabilities less than minimum wage. Wow. Uh, it's called subminimum wage, 14C. There's been legislation introduced for many, many years to do away with this practice because how do you tell somebody who's born deaf or born with autism or Down syndrome sure. that their life and mm-hmm. their earnings are less than the three of us sitting at this table? Mm. Um, so my Hail Mary is to let's finally pick up the ball and some of the organizations I'm working with um, to advocate for us to repeal this 1938, this 80-plus-year-old uh, law and actually allow people with disabilities to be compensated fairly in our society. Yeah, wow. I love that. Uh, that's exciting. That's a huge Hail Mary, yeah. Patrick Mahomes style for sure, and could easily see a completion there, right? So I wish you luck and in, in, in all of those endeavors for sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing. Those were great quick hitter segment. Yeah, no, really impressive. Um, no, yeah, again, I, I echo everything Lucas is saying. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, it sounds like you're, you really have, um, you know, a, a good purpose in life, you, mm-hmm. you know, good passion as well. Um, so even though you did have a setback, it sounds like you're, you know, continuing to move forward um, mm-hmm. and, you know, wish you all the best here. Well, so. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, that was talking Shop. We'll get into some talking Shop here with the Chiefs coming up. Um, so what we like to do is just do a quick recap of our previous game, and then we'll get into our preview of the Bills game. But um, in the spirit of Andy Reid, mm-hmm. uh, we always give our guests the first take on uh, each game. That's so right. uh, how did you think the Chiefs played on, on Sunday night against the Steelers? Well, I think we probably all recognize it was a little slow start. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thanks to the fans in the stands, 
um, out at Arrowhead. You yep. know, I think um, we quickly turned that around. Oh, yeah. I think the energy, um, the excitement, you know, really started in that second quarter oh, yeah. um, to have us cooking with gas. And mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah. obviously, um, at the end of the game, the points and the score and the victory speak for itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let's take that momentum into this weekend. And um, most importantly, let's come out with a victory. Yeah, sure. It sounds so cliche because every team is a momentum-based team. But for some reason, these Chiefs are – it's like lighting a fire with the logs soaked in gasoline mm. every time we explode. And it was five touchdowns in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. It was ridiculous and of, of NFL game time. So, I mean, it was like uh, just one adrenaline-packed touchdown after yeah. another, and, and there was – uh, the finish line, I felt like we already passed it once we mm-hmm. scored that many. Oh, yeah. um, I knew we were probably going to be A-OK. And, and it's just, I think, finding a way to do that sooner uh, yeah. against the Bills coming up. I, I know we're still talking about the Steelers game, but that's where my head goes is, is we can't have that slow of a start again. Um, but, boy, was it fun to watch Patrick Mahomes and company really take off like that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree to, to kind of pat that stat uh, of that 10 minutes and 30 seconds. It was actually 10 minutes faster than it's ever happened in NFL history. Uh, so he, Patrick Mahomes essentially ran, like, five straight two-minute drives, um, which is crazy oh. um, uh, when you think about it. So, um, I, in, in my opinion, I think it was really important for us to come out and have that type of victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the Bills and what they had just done, um, oh, and Josh Allen throwing like four touchdowns, or five, he threw five touchdowns mm-hmm. and had 300 something yards. Um, so you knew all the, the media, they were getting ready, like, oh, okay, here we go. Allen's going to take them over. And then, you know, Mahomes fires out of a cannon. Well, in those wait last a second three here. I'm yeah. still in this playoff race. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, Big Ben, whatever. I never liked you as a quarterback anyway. <laughs> so good riddance to you. You're not that great of a person either. So um, I, I, I love to see that. Um, so there's some uh, interesting comments at the stadium that, uh, oh, that I'm night. sure. So, uh, but yeah, you know, good riddance. He's he's a great, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we're on to Buffalo here. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, with uh, with Josh Allen and the Bills coming to town, trying to circle the wagons. How do you think the the Chiefs fare on this uh, AFC Championship rematch? Well, we're going to come out on top. There's no question about that. That's right. Um, I think this will probably be a very high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. It's going to be close. It's not going to be an easy one. But I guess my prediction, if I if I had one, would be we win by a field goal. Okay. Ooh, I love that. Awesome. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I I think. I think it will come down to a field goal, or maybe like a last-second drive. You know, I could (laughs) see that. Right. Two-minute warning. Patrick Mahomes is at the helm. We have to score to win sort of situation, you know, so it'll be fun. Uh, we'll be electric. I think uh, I'll dive into my prediction as well for this game. We'll do a, a 34-31. I'll do the field goal just like you. Okay. Um, I'm going to think it's going to be a, a high-scoring affair as well. So, cool. What about you, Emerson? Well, um, you know, I just look back at that Week 5 loss, and there's just so much that's going on that's different now Completely. for the Chiefs, uh, also for the Bills, I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at it. But True. Uh, when just going back to Week 5, um, we didn't have Melvin Ingram. Our defense was playing like crap. We mm-hmm. didn't have Trevarius Ward or Chris Jones. No Chris Jones. Um, you know, Chris mm-hmm. Jones is the heart and soul of that defense, especially when he was playing defensive end at that point in the season. True. Um, you know, we had zero pass rush. Um, we had four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Tredavious White. They're not going to have Tredavious White this game. I mean, there's just a lot going on that's different. And, um, you know, something in me thinks that we're going to win by two scores, but I'm not going to predict that. Um, 
you know, I think it will be close, but I could I could also see us coming out and just smacking them. Mm. Um, we have really good momentum. I think they're riding a little too high, in my opinion. I think they're, uh, yeah, they do have that that rematch um, feeling coming in from the mm -hmm. AFC Championship game. But that's what week five was for them. That yeah. was their rematch, right? They, they've already come in and, and beat us at home. They stomped us at home mm -hmm. on Sunday night, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but in that second half of that game, our defense shut them down, That's and right. uh, you know we kind of started to turn a corner there. So again, if we limit turnovers, if we mm -hmm. come out and we start quick, again, I remember saying this over the last two years during the playoff runs, it was always about starting quick. That's we right. never start quick. It was always a comeback. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict 28 27. Okay. Um, I think it's gonna be down to the wire. Uh, again, I could see us coming out and stopping them, but I'm not gonna predict that. Um, we're going to 28 27 Chiefs. Tucker, what are you thinking, man? 24 20. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the Lions Chiefs minus two. So, you know, field goal covers that. Um, yeah. So, did you have like a specific score prediction? You just, you want to stick to the field goal? I'm going to stick to the field okay. goal. Gotcha. Uh, let's, you know, let's hope and let's pray that we <laughs> just come out strong from the get go yeah. that oh, there's yeah. not this ramp up period into the second quarter. Yeah. It'd be interesting to watch. Someone put a stat out there like Josh Allen when he has these pivotal games with, you know, five touchdowns or whatever. The following game, Typically, it's been a regression. So, knock yep. on wood, you know, if that wants, if you want to do that yeah. again, Josh Forrest, please. I just not? don't think Josh has that same clutch gene that Patrick does. A little um, different. You know, and people have always said this is going to be the next Manning Brady. Again, I'm kind of more of a, after watching Joe Burrow over the mm -hmm. last couple of weeks, um, I, I'm, I'm starting to think that might be the, the rivalry. But, um, you know, they got a big game over there in, in mm -hmm. Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, we'll, we'll see how what, what Titans team comes out. We'll That's see if right. Derek Henry can come out. Um, you know, but hopefully I, I want the, I want the Bengals at home in the championship because um, I think I think yeah, we take it to that, that would be fun. Hopefully we're here next week saying that same thing. Let's, yeah, that's we right. will. We that's will. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Manifestation. Love yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, that does it for week. I think this is 19 of Talk and Chop. We've been mm -hmm. in and out with COVID over the last couple weeks, mm -hmm. but uh, thanks for sticking with us. Um, but, yeah, whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to follow us along the rest of the playoff run mm -hmm. as we interview some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities like Sarah. Yep. Um, but, again, thanks for being Thank with you, us Sarah. today. It was great learning more about your background and all the impact you're making wish you nothing but uh, success moving forward. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me You're on. You're so welcome. Well, we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs>